Everybody, welcome to this week's hot take for the Book of Boba Fett, or I should say the Book of Mandalorian for this <laughs> week. Um, this is our take two, by the way. So if some of our takes sound a little lame, it's because we just had 10 minutes and my computer decided not to work properly. It was our any best case, 10 minutes ever. It was. And you guys, I mean, technically I could put it out, but you would see <laughs> blurriness and badness in any case. Um, so I, th- I think this is, it's easy to conclude that this is the best episode so far of the Book of Boba Fett. I mean, there was the vibes that you get as soon as you see the Mandalorian op- uh, enter, like the first two seconds of the yeah. show, just gets you going, right? Yeah, and the music and the you know everything, and yeah. you're, you're instantly like, "This is going to be awesome," and um, it was an awesome episode, mm-hmm. and it and it, it kind of goes to show that they still know how to make a good Mandalorian episode or a good Star Wars TV yeah. episode, right? Um, and I, it gets me wondering, like, what were they thinking leading up to this moment? Like, how they were kind of building the story a little bit. So, first, I want to go to you, Phil. What was your overall take of this episode? Yeah, so my overall take was similar to yours. I thought it was a great episode, and of the Mandalorian, and just a great Star Wars episode. They had so many references to things in the prequels, with like the pod racing stuff and the yep. the, the Starfire, the Starfighter. Um, they had stuff from the video games with the BD droid. They had stuff from the new movies, the Mando stuff, like basically all of Star Wars that we've known so far um, was caught up in there. And then obviously lots of stuff from the animation with the Darksaber and the history of Mandalore and, and all that stuff. So anybody who's like a fan of anything Star Wars, you know, you got something from the part of Star Wars you like was like referenced in here. So I thought that was great. How it fits into the Book of Boba Fett. Um, you know, I don't know if it's just more like the first four episodes were the book of Boba Fett and sort of told his journey and how he got out of the Sarlacc pit and stuff like that. And now we're kind of kickstarting Mandalorian season 2.5 or whatever. But, right. um, you know, this was definitely a fun episode. Uh, lots of good humor, lots of good music and touches and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was really enjoyable. Well, I mean, let, let's talk about the future here because, yeah. you know, you touched upon it. I had a speculation towards the end of the program where um, I said the whole crime lord type of story, it was just kind of like a fake thing, right? Because we've never seen any teasers past last week's episode. Correct. Right? The last one was the the, the crime families sitting together, right? So to me, it never sat well that here we go, Boba Fett coming out of the Sarlacc, spends the next five years with the Tusken Raiders, looks amazing when he sh- is, is brought on board with the, um, the Mando season two, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, this is Boba Fett. He's, he's a, you know, a badass and he's fighting and he's kicking butt. We, we it, 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 it clicked. Right. And then we saw this episode where he's kind of losing. He's not being very smart. Like he's just kind of walking around. He's getting ambushed. He doesn't know any of the crime Lords. He doesn't know anything. It took us, what four episodes or uh, yeah four episodes to go in to to learn about the different neighborhoods and stuff yeah. like that. So what I mean, the whole backstory is about him trying to find his own tribe, trying to find his own way in life. He doesn't want to be a bounty hunter. He doesn't want to work for anybody anymore. He doesn't want to be abused for just money or evil purposes. He's got some kind of like nobility about him, mm-hmm. right? Same thing with the Mandalorian. He's uh, with Mando with Din. Like he's got his own kind of creed, right? He follows the Death Watch creed. He cares about it. He cares about Grogu, so he's just not just some guy that's just you know pitiful and heartless that type of thing. So my whole speculation is: what if the crime scene is just a misdirect, 
and he's going to go with Mando and be start Mandalore or be part of that greater yeah. storyline. Because that's what we're seeing, right? We're seeing the mm-hmm. start of the new universe. Yeah. I think anyway. I think so. I think we're seeing the start of what the plot of Mando season three is going to be. Um, they, he gets a new quest of to restore his honor. He has to go to the pools and the mines of Mandalore. So that's going to be the journey he's going to go on. So we, I definitely could see, okay, now he's helping out Boba Fett. He agrees to do it on the house. And then afterwards, maybe Boba Fett helps him with his mission. And then obviously his history with Mandalore. We know Bo-Katan's still out there. So I think that's all going to, that's going to be the plot of season three of Mando. I don't know if it's necessarily a fake out and that I do think that this is his legit plan is to become the crime Lord. He said Bib Fortuna wronged him. He wanted to do something. This is his way of wanting to call the shots and not just be hired. But maybe at the end, once they take care of the pikes and that sort of thing, maybe he'll decide, well, I'm not going to keep this because I, my, my real tribe is with, with Din and stuff like that. Not this, this group that the crime. Right. So, I mean, he doesn't like, he has a tie to his armor, but he doesn't really have a tie to the history of Mandalore, right? Like it's so, well, I mean, obviously he's, you know, a clone of Jango Fett and then Jango had, uh, a, a Mandalorian who was like his mentor. So he's kind of in that same chain. I think that whole chain code is in the armor through back mm-hmm. through him. Sure. Um, so I think there is that claim and he was a forget what, what his name was, but he was, you know, like a, a, a big player in Mandalore. So I think there is like, he could have some legit claim. I didn't say about so, claim, but yeah. like him personally, he does. Oh no, he, not he, him like, personally. No, right, no, just be through it. Certainly. Like, yeah, no, he's not like motivated to be like, super Mandalorian. He just, he wants to go his own way, right? He's always been, you know, that type of thing. Um, so here, here's my question. Do we see like, okay, let's say, yes, he's always meant to be a crime Lord. He wanted to do this. Like I, I legit believe his character. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see if he finds another motivation. Now the question is the Mandalorian is going to be here for the last couple episodes, right? It's, it's, Obviously, he's not going to go and then help him out and then just leave. Right? I mean, he maybe he is, but not leave before the end of the yeah, season, right? No, no. He's he, going well, to leave, and then I guess it's does he come back next episode or is he kind of gone like on his quest for the next episode and then he's back for the finale for the big Well, we've got, what, fight. two? Two episodes left. Two episodes left. I think the quest to, to Mandalore... The mines in Mandalore. Is well, not that one. Not thing. that quest. The uh, to, to deliver the... Oh, the stuff to Grogu? To Grogu, yeah. We might see that at the end, right? Because he said uh, he's doing that first. He was going to go do that and then come back and help Boba. Here, here's here's a, here's a thought process. What if the the next two episodes, it's the fight on Tatooine. They fight mm-hmm. Pikes. He, he does the whole thing, you know, all that stuff. And then he says, all right, I'm going to go. Maybe they were talking about the quest or whatever. He goes and wants to go deliver to Grogu. Something happens. Maybe he brings him back, maybe whatever. Do we see Luke again? I don't know, but that's questions for another day. But then he starts off season episode one of the next season. He, either he has Grogu or whatever. Um, is Boba Fett in the first episode of Mando season three? Um, I don't think the first episode, but pretty early on. I mean, I think it'll be established that he's a part of it. Yeah. I mean, like he's got to be part of the posse, yeah, right? Because exactly. we don't want they're creating this Boba Fett character. It'd yeah. be stupid for them to be like, okay, now he's done, right? Yeah. He's just sitting. So I think throne. what they might do is not show the trip to Grogu in during the book of Boba Fett. It'll just be like, he went and did that and then he comes back. We don't well, see it. Off screen, totally. Yeah, yeah. I totally think that's off screen. And like, 
beginning of Mando season three, he's done that. Or that's the first episode. Like it's kind of almost like a, they they show that to go visit Grogu as the first episode of Mando season three, and then they kind of jump ahead. Unless they plan on using Grogu as a character again, um, I don't think they show it too much. Unless yeah. it's like them just finishing up and he's yeah, saying yeah. goodbye or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like the tail end of that, and we can go see him with the retaking. Like now they're because right, we're now we're going to be jumping ahead. I have a whole list of talking points. <laughs> we're just jumping all over the place. So we saw Mando gets his bounty in the first couple of minutes. He goes back to the really cool halo looking ring ring planet thing. Yeah. Whatever. Which is really awesome. That's like pure star Wars right there. Yeah. I, I loved it. Um, another thing I mentioned, the costumes in this episode were absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, more so than the previous couple episodes, but I don't know if it's. We'll be back after a quick break. Blast off with Space Vacation the Musical as the Bloom family from the bright yellow planet takes a wild, weird, and wonderful intergalactic summer vacation. With original songs and stellar comedy, their trip goes delightfully haywire. Fun and adventure for all ages. Space Vacation the Musical on all podcast platforms now. Subscribe today. It might have just been the specific ones they show, but right. just a lot of the effects look better. It stood this. out better. Looked like they had a bigger budget for this episode yeah, than the something. previous. Yeah. Um, so he gets there, turns his bounty, he finds his clan. There's just the three of them left. Mm-hmm. The, the smith or the armor smith? or what, The what? armorer and then Paz Vizsla. Yeah. yeah. So they have a duel. The guy is basically his family is the one that forged the blade. He wants to go duel for it because we know the rules. If you duel, you have, the only way he can hold the, the dark saber is if you duel for it and win it in combat. He does it. He loses. She asks him if he ever removed his helmet. He said yes. And then says, you need to go to the mines of Mandalore. And the most amazing thing was we actually saw the picture of the purge, which yeah. has only been told or described in the night of a thousand tears or whatever you know she goes through the whole history of the dark saber but then also of mandalore Mm -hmm. what happened and i was not expecting that i thought that was absolutely amazing the the, like the visuals i mean that could have been like a whole movie right like i mean that would have been awesome and it 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 looks so much more dramatic than any of the foreshadowing we saw in like clone wars or anything else like that that was great um but i think that's the part that kind of jumped out at me is like that has nothing to do with this book of Boba Fett. Like that no. is so important to Din and what's going to happen to him. And, you know, they call this the book of Boba Fett, not Mandalorian season three or whatever. So some people could think like, oh, it's just a side story. I don't need to watch that. Like you're going to have to have seen this before you see Mandalorian season three, or you're going to be pretty confused. Well, well, that's the thing. If, if it's the book of Boba Fett, maybe this is like the turning point where he goes from bounty hunter crime guy with zero honor and just does yeah. it for like the kills to somebody that's, you know, maybe the tribe that he's searching for is the Mandalorian tribe yeah. in the lore. I mean, that's what I was going with, right? Yeah. Like it's, if you're going to resurrect his character, Boba Fett sitting as a crime Lord, correcting like protection bounties, like yeah. that's boring, right? Like <laughs> yeah. you want to, you want to take this, like granted Boba Fett's never been like a awesome character on the screen, right? It's all in comics and fan fiction and video games and stuff like that. So he has never had like major storylines, right? They've all been fleshed out randomly. Um, so you have all that lore and that history 
do you just say, okay, and he'd live forever, happily ever after, <laughs> yeah, like, Tatooine yeah. on, like, a smaller town that has a mayor that he's collecting. Yeah, no, that's on. a good point. Yeah. Right? Like, that, that's like, do you... you, you yeah, that doesn't seem like a fitting end of his journey. Like, it could be part no. of it, right? Like, he does It's that, a transition, but, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if, I, if I were doing things right now thinking about this, because I had no idea that they were going to be start focused. I thought I had no clue what season three of Mandalorian was going to be without Grogu and that whole quest. But if they try to make it something larger, like, you yeah. know, whatever, that's, that is all, like, I am psyched for that. I'm sure yeah. it's all over YouTube. People are commenting on the history or the, I mean, the future of what's to come with yep. all the Star Wars shows. Now I'm, now I'm thinking like, how does everything tie in? Like, we got we got like the Obi Wan Kenobi show coming up, but I mean, as much as I love that, I can't wait for that. I'm like, that's just that's not taken away from the story that's about yeah. to unfold, type of thing. And you know, you can make some movie series out of this. I, mm-hmm. I, I really think that you can start big screening some of the some of this stuff, and I think that would go a far long way. Like, I'm kind of babbling right now because my <laughs> my mind is racing with ideas. Like they're, they want to learn from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Yeah. They want to start making a bigger property instead of just having like Iron Man one through three leading to like the Avengers, right? And yeah. all the whole like kickoff of everything. They're using D- Disney Plus to do that potentially. And then maybe it's not Jedi versus Sith or Empire versus Republic. Maybe it's like the Mandalorian. Maybe it's the cultures and the, the area in like in – Maybe they create like a kingdom or a empire of Mandalore. I don't know, right? Yeah. I'm like, that's, a, that's an interesting like. Yeah, we never really, talk, right? They didn't talk about Mandalore at all. I don't think in the sequels, right? No, so no, we have like no idea what happened there. I mean, nothing happened in the sequels. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, granted, like, okay, they blew up some planets in the first one. That was awful, yeah. and it crippled the New Republic. The first order was was basically in a sector of the universe or galaxy, right. right? Like they weren't widespread. They were starting to become, and then the people all kind of came together and Palpatine and all that other nonsense, yeah, which was in the outer regions. Right? I mean, that was in the right. Unknown they were kind space, of like right? tucked away somewhere in the galaxy. They they, they didn't have. They were planning to expand, right? And I think there was something in the prologue from the um, from the last one was like. The Empire or the First Order's expanded and done some yeah. stuff, but you can hand wave like the scroll yeah. and text way, right? So we don't really know this. That's how terrible the world building was. <laughs> we had no idea what was happening in the galaxy other than in um, the specific things they showed us yeah. in the casino somewhere, yeah. right? Uh, that being said, um, we're we're basically plotting the rest of Star Wars <laughs> for the next decade off of forty minutes of screen time on Disney Plus. Uh, but I think that's been interesting that you can you can develop the, there's interest in this right and you can develop this whole thing and basically leapfrog all the sequels because they're done right the there's no more Jedi there's no more any of this it's all kind of whatever and you can start developing your own stuff now yeah I think that's kind of cool but that would have to be what where are we timeline wise like that's 20 years in the future from mando, mando no, right now? um oh, from mando yeah like close to 30 because i think it i think force awakens was 40 years after jedi and now we're like five or something. 30 or maybe okay, 30. yeah but, but yeah it's like 25 to 30 years after, a, couple, yeah. a couple decades yeah multiple decades yeah, yeah. So i don't know how that fits anyway um there's a lot of room to to, to kind of build some stuff yeah. up um, let's see. So he has to go to the pools and do something. So we found out his new quest. That's going to be at least the first half of the next season. I hope they stretch that out. Cause I think that's yeah. a really cool goal. Um, we were seeing some prophecies being played in 
everybody loves a good fantasy story with prophecies, yeah. whether it's Lord of the Rings or uh, Wheel of Time or Game of Thrones, right? So people people love that type of stuff. That's good. Um, and a couple other little fun things in here. I, um, you, I know you've seen a bunch of this, like the Easter egg type yeah. of stuff. So why don't you go through some of the stuff with like Beggar's Canyon? And yeah. So I mean, when they, yeah, when they were uh, when he got the ship built, which was obviously it was an N1 Starfighter, which was a, a, a one of the, the starfighters from Naboo. So that was in the prequels. Um, but they were going through Beggar's Canyon, and also they meant you see Womp Rats, which Luke talks about how he, you know, they used to shoot Womp, womp Rats, and um, but the Beggar's Canyon was also where the uh, pod racing scene from episode one went and you can actually see there's a ramp that you can see where in episode one anakin took his like up through he crashed through a fence to go up the ramp and go so you can see the fence is still smashed they never fixed the fence from that <laughs> um so let's see what's some other things we learned that uh jawas are very furry uh, <laughs> <laughs> i guess we didn't know about that that was a little that was a little, I, I i liked how a human was speaking jawaese or yeah. jawa or whatever however you say it i thought that was kind of neat um one thing that i did see was the meat that they were in the the opening scene you can't really tell what it is from the hanging slabs slabs of meat but in the artist concept art at the end there apparently were nerfs which if you oh really know, yeah so you know when uh when uh leia calls han a nerf herder so they were nerfs um so okay <laughs> if you ever wanted to see that um the other thing which i guess it isn't necessarily an easter egg but we saw you know he asked her to to turn the um the best car spear into something for a foundling specifically for Grogu because he, uh, she says, you know, best is not supposed to be a weapon. It's just supposed to be armor. And she makes it into, we just see little rings. So it kind of looks like chain mail that's, or well, something that's like my that. First guess. Yep. So one theory I saw was that he gives Grogu the chain mail armor, which is made out of best car. And so if, He's still with Luke at the school later <laughs> when Kylo. Survive, right? Well, when Ky- yeah, when Kylo Ren takes over, he's able to survive because of the best car chainmail he's wearing. So, hmm. okay. Well, you know what? That's fine. Maybe he like wakes up in some rubble or something else like that, and yeah. lives there for the rest of his days as a young Yoda creature. Um, and then, then at the end, like. He's got his ship. He's testing it. He finds the X wings yeah. um, that are just doing there. Just don't really care about the major crime lords. It basically gets pulled him. pulled over by the cops. Like everybody yep. here fixes up their car does. Joyriding. Yeah. Um. What What do you think about the ship? Right. It's basically a hot rod. Right. I mean, yeah. definitely Filoni's like, we need to make this like Lucas because he loves you know. Hot he loves rods. his hot rods. Yeah. So I think. It, well, I think the interesting thing is you know, and, and you mentioned it while we we're watching. It's like he's a bounty hunter. Where does he? There's no cargo hold. There's no like sleeping quarters like where does he put his bounties and stuff like that right now maybe that's done on purpose because he needs to move beyond bounty hunting just like boba fett needed to move beyond bounty hunting and so now his ship doesn't really allow him to do bounty hunting or mm-hmm. something like that so maybe it's just good point going to be the symbol of that versus you know just falling back and getting another another of the same ship and yeah stuff. but now he can't like bring his companions along with him right He's, yeah that's a one person ship with a little droid compartment for grogu yeah. Assuming that's like airtight and you can actually <laughs> <laughs> go in there, right? Um, other than that, I, I mean, there, there, there's so much. This, this felt like a real Star Wars episode. Yeah. It's the first time this whole season. And I, I don't know what it is. It, it has. It, it's basically anytime that you have Star Wars on a planet somewhere, it doesn't feel like Star Wars for whatever reason. You need some space like, travel. <laughs> like with like ships Hoth. and stuff like that. Right. Well, that's yeah. why Hoth worked because it was a space base on the yeah. planet of Hoth. 
And, you know, that's why um, Battle of Endor didn't feel like whatever, but you still had the space battle happening above it. So it was enough to kind of be like, it's part of that type of thing. And while Tatooine is great, I don't really care about the inner workings of a local gang that's going up against a multi-planet, you know, crime syndicate type of thing. Um, So um, I'm happy that they chose to go in this direction. I completely love the whole thing. I mean, I, I mean, it gives, it gives me hope for the rest of the season. Cause at least we'll get some really awesome fighting. We got like basically, um, Boba Fett, not acting like an awesome bounty hunter, Boba Fett person and kind of him struggling. So maybe we'll start seeing some, some yeah. good fights. Um, now I'll leave you with this last question. Does, does Din Djarin keep the dark saber or somehow Boba Fett get a hold of it by the end of the season? Oh, in the next, I don't know this season, next season. I think at some point he does, or at the very least they duel for it or, or there's like claims made to it. I don't know if it happens, you know, in the next two episodes and might that might be part of season three of Mando, but I do think, we, I think that come that conflict comes up. Do we know, do we think we know who the, true wielder of the dark saber actually is that's going to reunite mandalore the prophesied one or is that person not on screen yet oh um basically is it um boba fett is it dinjarin or is it uh, bo katan or yeah the other person that it could be that we haven't seen in live action yet would be sabine wren who's right. had it before she could get is it she again. rumored to be in one of these episodes yeah she, well she's supposed i don't know about this episode but she's rumored to be in the ahsoka series Right. So she definitely not, she's been cast and stuff like that. So she could pop up, right? Do you like, think Ahsoka's going to interchange with the Mandalorian plotline? I th- I think it's definitely all in the Mandoverse and I think there will be at it's, least I'm ca- say crossover. Ca- cro- yeah, I think there'll be crossovers. I don't think it'll be as like I don't think there'll be a, an entire episode of Ahsoka that's just the Mandalorian or whatever, but I think there'll be uh some crossover, yeah. Okay, because that that's that's my that's the next thing. Like how how you have all these Star Wars shows coming out, like and that, that was problem when when Disney bought Star Wars, they started making just random stories, yeah. which were great, but like they weren't tied together, right? So now we're we we've got Mandalorian, two seasons of Mandalorian, a half a season of Book of Boba Fett. And we're seeing how they're tied together. Yeah, hopefully they remain tied, and this is not just like a one off. No, no, I think I think they're yeah, and I agree with that. Um, Ahsoka could be doing something else, right? So she can be, she's searching for um, Ezra or Thrawn or however you want to yeah, phrase yeah. it, right? She's got her own mission going. Is that, that, that story, how does that story basically kickstart the rest, the future of Star Wars? Because that, that's got to be what they're doing, right? They're, yeah. they're laying bait. They're not just telling her story and that's it, right? She's mm-hmm. too important of a character, at least in the cartoon, and hopefully they can bring her to um, greater popularity within the cultural yeah. zeitgeist or whatever you want to call it. Um, so that, that'd be a conversation for another, cause we could sit here and speculate and we know nothing anyway. Right. <laughs> so we'll list, we'll let people like the star Wars theory on YouTube go on and on about what they yeah. think. Anything I forgot though, that, uh, that you didn't no, get I think that's the, that's the main stuff. I think, you know, we just got a lot about the history of Mandalore and, and where that's going. And I think it's great. And we'll see, we'll see where it goes. We got <laughs> two more episodes. So, you know, figure we got about the equivalent of a 90 minute movie left and, uh, hopefully it's great. 
Hopefully no more flashbacks. Yeah, no more back to tanks. No. All right, guys, thanks for listening and watching. We'll see you in a few days as we record our episode with our special guest. Uh, we're doing we're recording the same time next this week, right? Yes. Same time and place? Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So, until then, guys, have a good weekend and we'll talk to you soon.